right by now. And we are live. What is up, everybody? How you guys doing? Sorry we're late. Uh, we uh, yeah, we're still waiting on Avery. We don't know where he's at right this second. He's he he might be a wall. I'm not too sure. I text him. Eli text him. But uh, anyway, we are here. We are ready. We are waiting. Uh, obviously, we got my man Eli uh, Block Colby in the house again. It's always an honor to have Eli here, and, and uh, yeah, big honor. And Daniel Shoemaker, again, of course, uh, you guys know his podcast is coming up, and uh, this will be the first time I get to interview a, a friend of mine, which uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm not sure what to expect from hey, it, it, it's, it's going to be a good time. time. It's either going to be a good time or it's going to be a nightmare. It's, it's a nah, it's every other nightmare. thing in my life. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> it's going to be good. It, it, it is. And then, of course, you know, it, it's – yeah. Yeah. So, man, so what's going on, fellas? How, how you guys' day been? One thing after another. It's good. Now now I'm looking at this freaking schedule. And, yeah, now you're all right. It's only five. Yeah, it's only five, so. Five rounds this Where, year? Yeah, five only five rounds yeah. this year. It looks like the – the, the comment was because Summit Point's not on there anymore because Summit yeah. Point's cost, the rental cost went up like 70% in the last couple of years. So it's like, Sean's like, nah, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, so, which that. is understandable. Right. Well, don't blame him on that. No, no, but yeah, no, that's that, that'll be fun. We'll talk about that, my ideas for that later in the week. So, yeah, yeah no, that's that. Yeah. Oh, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, I had to turn my phone down. Jeez, jeez, man, jeez. Look, messing up all the way around. Yeah, man. I mean, so, anyway, go ahead, Eli. Oh no, I was just scratching oh. my head. I'm just looking at this thing. It's, uh, yeah, no, it looks good. I mean, I don't think the schedule is like time-wise is any different than the years before, like date-wise, other than the summit point round, obviously. But it's cool that they're going back to Pittsburgh. Yeah. A few races, other than Moto America, everyone else is going back to Pittsburgh again. So, and especially I, Arma. Arma's going there this year for the first time too. I think the Moto America Pittsburgh issue is camping availability, or mm -hmm. something along the lines with that. Same way, well, everybody was saying, you know, VIR this, that, and the other thing, but VIR doesn't want motorcycles there ever again. So that's why VIR isn't there anymore. But um, yeah, but Pitt I miss that place. Yeah, too, I've been I'm to VR. I went to VR once back in like 2009, 10, something like that, for moto, working a moto, working a Moto America race. But um, VIR just didn't want motorcycles there anymore. And then Pittsburgh, it's a camping issue. Like they couldn't something with the couldn't reserve enough camping areas or something like that. I don't know what it was. And oh. the property got destroyed last year as well from it yeah. because there's <laughs> I have videos of it, but uh, it rained. So I was there the week before doing the end, the end to endurance, and then yeah. it rained the whole entire week. So all the big rigs that were left there got stuck in the freaking uh, fields. So they had to tow out the Titler's rig. They had to tow out like oh. a whole bunch of rigs. That whole white Titler's rig was brown by the end of it. Ugh. It was great. Yeah, I guarantee you. But um, yeah, Pittsburgh. I mean, I'm, I'm not really mad that we're not going to back to Pittsburgh. I've never, I've, I like the track, but I've never done good there. I've, uh, okay. I've. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, I was about to say yeah. I've, I've actually luckily I was able to race the 2021 uh, Virginia round, and uh, that was, I, that's one of my favorite tracks I've ever been to in my life. It's fast. I know that. Like I was corner working. Let's see which corners I worked. I worked 
hang on. Three and four, the two lefts after the front straight, and you come back around. Yep. I worked that section. I worked when you come up the hill, and as you the, you drop down the right, and you go up. I worked that corner, mm -hmm. and then I worked on the backside for the uh, roller coaster. Yeah, man, man, I the sketchiest thing I've ever experienced was at that corner at the top of the hill. Is well, it comes over and you're coming, and the transition actually throws your rear tire in the air. Yeah. Even on the 400s, we were coming in on our front tire. Oh, yeah. Well, this one was, it's me and my brother. We're working up the hill because we're running. And we're sitting there. It's practice, like stock thousand practice or something like that. So it's big bikes. All of a sudden, me and, me and my brother are just kind of sitting there. And all of a sudden, we hear, ting, 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 whack. Like, what the? F what just happened? We reach in, we pull a sprocket halfway out of a tire wall. Oh, shit. <laughs> So this sprocket got loose somehow and took off like a ninja star and like which halfway through one of those Goodyear NASCAR slicks, I was like, yeah, no, I'm out. We're done. I'm, I'm, no, I don't like this corner anymore. So it was weird. I don't know how it happened. I don't. Yeah. Just wild. Yeah, that's crazy. I, yeah, I never had no sprocket come come barreling past me right but michael carrera dude what is up man he says what's up fellas michael, what's listen, up, bro listen dude i i talked to avery this morning and he changed the time from one to four and then i said let's do five he said okay and i, I yeah dude avery mike that, that, that's what i'm telling you man like i, I text him right and said hey I, I i'm in the studio after i talked to him this morning and uh yeah i hadn't heard back from him man so whatever it's unreal activity. Yeah, so. man. What's going on, man? Avery. Whatever. Yeah. Avery's awesome, over. man. He uh he uh he took my son for a ride on his little uh bike in, in, in the pits, dude. It was awesome. Rossi loved yeah. it. He still talks about it. He he told me today, he's like, Aren't you having Avery on? I said, Yeah, he's he was all excited. He's like, Yes. That's awesome. It's good stuff. Yeah, Avery's awesome. He asked me to ask him if he'd take him for another ride on, on his bike uh, in Atlanta and Jersey. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure he, he will for sure. Yeah. I don't think that would be a problem. No. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, dude, so that this is where Avery's at. He, he's missing in action, maybe abducted by aliens. I, I don't know. Right. So um, we'll figure maybe, it out. Yeah. We'll figure up, it he out. Shows up. Yeah, hopefully he'll jump in. If not, you know, we'll just re reschedule it. But uh, and if, he if might, he doesn't he might, show up, we're going to come up with all sorts of bad stories and why he didn't show up. Yeah, I think he <laughs> might be stuck in turn 12 of Jersey still. Yep, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, that's awesome. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, but listen. Man, that, I'm, I'm, that, was a, that was the weirdest thing I've ever done. You know, like I didn't – like don't get me wrong. That corner, I don't know what was up with that corner in the rain. It was just like if you had any bar pressure, the front end would completely fold on you. And, like, you know, everyone – it was funny. Like, you know, after qualifying in that first qualifying when I uh, topped it, everyone's coming up to me like, dude, what are you doing? Like, like, is there anything, like, special you're doing out there? I was like, I'm riding it like motocross. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm riding it like, a, like I'm on a supermoto out here. And, you know, it's just – I'm I'm pretty much just not trying to carry any lean angle. It's this track is a very uh, Jersey don't carry much lean angle in general, but like especially in the rain, that track I've never before that weekend I've never ridden that track in the rain. I only rode it in 2020 when we had the streams coming across the track. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, no, that was weird and like 
I was the only person that like my, everyone was like weirded out because my trap speed was four miles per hour faster than everyone else. Like, what are you doing? I was like, I just hold it wide open out of the last corner because <laughs> that's what we do in the dry. I was like, yeah, why not? You know, and then yeah. I had that happen to me in qualifying where my front end completely folded and I saved it. I was like, that's a little sketchy. And then Avery was right behind me. I, I, in the, the um, if you look back at the replay, I was looking back coming out of the corner and I didn't actually see him crash. I just saw his, him entering the corner. And then obviously, if you look back at the replay, it looks like I'm looking straight at him, like eye to eye as he's fully tucked on the on his ground. I was like, that was a uh, interesting situation. But luckily, dude, big props to Aaron because that bike was back in, that bike was destroyed. That thing was back and running the next day. It's wild. That's crazy. And Jillian Carrera, what is up, my man? Yes, Avery is supposed to be on here. Uh, I talked to him earlier this morning, and we were supposed to do one. We changed it to five. And, uh, he's yeah, late again. Him. Yeah, and, and, and he's late. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where he's at. Maybe I assume an alien uh, abducted him. I, I'm not too sure, but we'll see. Um, Juju, hop in here. Yeah, Juju, hop on in if you want to. I'll send you the link. Then we could talk about how he crashed on the first lap under the bridge last week. Well, no. Who uh, crashed under the bridge? Julian. Did he really? Yeah, he goes out there first session. All you hear is, Where's Julian? <laughs> he said, All you hear What are we doing? Actually, I got to do something that would be along the lines of SFL. I got to go do, uh, it was Bluegrass Mini Moto at a go kart track up in Louisville last weekend, or two weeks ago. It was awesome. I've never had, I didn't expect to have as much fun as I did. All right, Julian, I just sent awesome. you the link um, on your Facebook Messenger. Sorry, Dana, I didn't mean to. Oh, you're all right. Me. It's all good. But no, the, That's, the Mini Moto stuff so much was fun. awesome. Oh, I, I'd never done it. I couldn't get like comfortable with the tires, so I couldn't really get them off the bike as well as I thought I should. But I mean, holding a CRF 50 wide open for, you know, in second for most of a lap, and then you're diving on the brakes, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. This is how this is supposed to work now. And it's, it was, it was a good time. I had a uh, Chris Durbin. He, um, he was up there riding with us too. And, I mean, it's Chris. Chris rips. So we had a. It was a good time. It was a real good time. I'm definitely gonna do it again. I gotta find me a fifty now. <laughs> I've done some. I've done. I think it was one SFL round in 2020. And um, other than getting donkey kicked, that was fun. But <laughs> me and Julian, uh, it was actually a rain race down there. It was so much fun. Like the XR100 uh, races, Stock 125 races are by far the best races. If you can get a whole bunch of Moto America kids get into a Moto like a Stock 100 race, it's like oh. the most fun you'll ever. It's like you start just like pushing kids, you like you'll throw elbows, you'll start hitting them down the straightaway cuz you have time. There he is. What's up? What up, Avery? Yeah. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah. Dude, I I text him. I, I don't know where he's at. I talked to him this morning like I said. I, I don't know. What a guy. He pulled the same thing that he did with the SFL podcast. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he, he's back for two off, right man. now. Yeah. It's all good. Oh, well. Hi, Juju. Hello, Eli. 
So you so, want to talk about so, the bridge? So yeah, what what's up with this bridge crash first session? What what's going on? Oh, <laughs> yeah, not good times, not good times. Uh, it was first session, and it was like Eli. What it was like fifties outside, fifties, low fifties. I'll give you. I'll give you a mid fifty. All right, all right. It was mid fifties out. And, Here we go. Uh, Aaron. Aaron said he's at the gym. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Nice. Oh, but, so uh, he's still climbing? Oh yeah, he did say he was rock climbing today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. I, like I said, I, I talked to him this morning. At uh, I sent him the link at like eight something this morning, and he said, "Can we change it from one to like four? I said, "Yeah, can we do five? Would be better." He said, "Yeah." But I'm, I'm sure he'll come in later, or I'll text him and we'll, we'll get him on. We'll just have to give him a, a, a hard time. Yeah, very, very hard time. That's messed no up. No worries. You can't leave the yeah. show. You can't leave the show hanging. No, nah, it's all good, man. But, we still uh, love him. Back to this crash. Uh, I didn't really want to talk about. It. I didn't yeah. think Eli was bring it up, but uh, uh, um, he dumbed you out before we started, dude. Nothing is safe. <laughs> uh, mess up, but uh, I already no, mentioned the Avery uh, Dreher last turn crash in Jersey too. Don't worry. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, no, so it was like it was really cold outside, and Bushnell doesn't have Bushnell maybe has three rights, and uh, there's a big gap from the first right to the right that I crashed in. And uh, I went in the corner, and you have to go underneath the bridge, it's a left hander, and then you flick it back right to come out of the bridge. And I went left, and when I flicked it back right, I had no temperature in my front tire, I just went here, it's gone. It was oh, first no. I got made fun of. Did, you, did the bike get wadded up or did you slide? Oh, no, I just slid. I got lucky. Okay. I didn't catch okay. it. Nothing. I had the reason I, that my dad got mad was because I had just put on new graphics and plastics on the bike. So I had just put them on the day before. And I, I, I went the whole day without crashing. And then the second day, Eli showed up and I just took the phone. I mean, to be honest, Paint the bike, any put new graphics on it. Just walk over and kick it over as soon as you do it. That way, it gets it out of the way. I mean, to be honest, I, I couldn't ride that day because I crashed the day before. So, oh yeah, see, but I, it wasn't road racing though. It wasn't road racing, so it was flat track. I got to pass on that one. <laughs> Man, I was hoping we could make fun of Avery. For oh, we flat still track. can. Just we just he's just not here to do it to his he's face. Angry, We're yeah. still gonna make fun yeah. of him. Yeah, but like it's different. Hey, just like, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how's your day been, Julian? Sorry. Good. Um, I've done a bunch of school today, actually. Today I dedicate Tuesdays for school, so I've just been doing a bunch of school all day. And I've uh, been designing a couple things for next year as well. Cool. I have a couple things in the works. So uh, have – well, I just got the, the new design for the for the race suit next year which I'm pretty excited about. And, uh, you know, I have a couple open spots for, for some sponsors uh -oh. on too. So uh, in case any, anyone's listening, but uh, yeah, I have some well, me to that. spots on the suit. And I think it looks pretty cool this year. DRC knocked out the park once again. Dude, so I'm really dude Jay's awesome, dude. I can't wait to have him on the podcast. Yeah, Jay, he's coming on. Yeah, dude, he's cool. Yeah. So, dude, uh, so talk a little bit more of, of, about your sponsorship, like what, what you have available. If somebody reaches out to you and like, what's the minimum? Oh, well, I, that, right? I still don't have my full helmet, um, you know, designed fully done yet. 
I'm still working with, with Dave designs on it now, but obviously um, I have spaces on the helmet. You know, you can either go on the chin or, you know, I know some of the big sponsors go back here, like kind of on the back of the helmet or just on the side. So I have those spaces open, have a uh, chest and back on my race suit open. And, uh, you know, was it, was it you that, that started the, um, the Juju 40 club? Was it me and you that was talking about it, Chris? Yep. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm actually starting that soon. I'm right. starting that. I'm starting the Juju 40 club soon. Uh, you know, it's a brilliant idea. I mean, yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah, hey, l- listen, so. you know, I, I, dude, I need another hat, Juju, for real. Oh, that, you know, you just went into my next point. I'm making more. I'm making new hats. Uh, I have new hoodies coming, you know, T-shirts, stuff like that, that I'll be selling on the website. So I'm really excited for that. I am I think I might just keep the, the Juju 40 Club, you know, strictly to the Juju Racing website. Uh, you know, you have the fundraiser, the blogs, and stuff like that on the website. So I might as well just add in the, the Juju 40 Club and they come and, you know, just do a bunch of giveaways on there. That's pretty much what, what that website is going to be for. I have I have so many like leathers and helmets and stuff that I have just stashed in my closet that I can do giveaways with. So really, I can't really do anything with it here in the closet, anyways. I'm a bro. Growing, I need one to hang up on my wall, man. Yeah, I'm a growing teenager, so not. But I get new stuff, and it's like after three months, I don't fit anymore. So, <laughs> and I think it's good to, to do giveaways and stuff. So, like you said, I'm gonna start the Juju Forty Club, um, making merch. Like I said before, the hats. I'm really excited on how the hats are going to look this year. I think they're going to be pretty sweet. So, sweet. I think giveaways are, giveaways are pretty sick. Yeah. Giveaways yeah. are pretty sick. I've been able to give away one thing, and that's really it. And it's right behind Chris. <laughs> there it is, y'all. I love yeah. it, too, man. It's it awesome. pretty sick, actually. I have, it is. I have, yeah. I have a couple beat-up Mike Life ones that I want to give away. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would be sick. Yep, it would be sick. Well, hope, transitioning off that one, I also have two spots in my suit. <laughs> there we go. See, there there we go. talk yeah. about it, Eli. Yeah. So, so listen seriously. What is the like? If somebody hit Eli or Juju up and said, "Hey, I want to, I want a spot on your helmet or your leathers," what's the minimum cost for somebody to actually donate to get their stuff on your guys's? Well, so, I don't have minimum price. It's just anything at this point. It's I mean, that, that that's how I pretty much rolled for a while. And then now it's just like I have like a set price just so it's easy. So it's like yeah. in, I don't want to play a game like because like if I say this price to someone, say I say like a thousand dollars to someone and then I say two grand to someone I don't know. And then someone hears these two different numbers and they're going to be like, yo, like, I don't know what the number is. So that's why I've like over the last year, I kind of like made a set number, which is probably just like. You know, it's it's a lot, asking a lot, but you know, it helps support my se- my yeah. season. And, like I have one spot on my arm and then one spot on my back, which is pretty cool. Like you know, I have like I want to say I think it's like four or five for my back and then two for my arm. And um, but the back is like, dude, when Moto America films, they only like the, your big your big spot that you see, other than when you're doing a podium interview, is on your back. You know, like that's that's almost as important as important, if not more important. As your front. I mean, for me, I think it kind of depends on the spot you want or like the size that you want. I mean, like I said, a bunch of the streaming services and stuff, obviously, you know, the goal is always to be on the podium, but 
if you're not on the podium and they get you riding, you're gonna it's gonna be either you know the helmet or the back because your chest is always over the tank. I think for if you're if it was to go on the chest, it'd probably be a little bit less. You can't see it as much unless you're on the podium and then back. And the helmet you can always see whether you're on the podium or or whether you're riding. I think the helmet's the most visible. And some things I've seen recently is the uh, like the visor stickers, like kind of the visors up here and and stuff like that. Do you guys ever have the like? Is the bike pretty much team sponsors only, or can you guys put personal sponsors on the bike too? No, I think I think yeah, you can have a couple a couple personal sponsors on on my bike, anyways. I don't know if it's different for Eli. For me, actually, this year it's kind of really cool. Colin brought up this idea, so we have our mate. So because I have a teammate this year, me and Matthew Chapin, we're gonna be matching completely. Like it's kind of it's actually really sick when you show up. It's gonna be our bikes are exactly the same. Our suits are exactly the same, but obviously we're gonna have small different little sponsors. Like our suits are a little different, but our main graphic or our main wrap on our bike have the same main sponsors down. But we're eight. Um, after that, we have our guys print out a whole separate sponsor list that we can put on different spots of the bike. Because you know, I never really thought of this. I've always been that guy that you're my sponsor. I'm throwing you on the bike no matter what. You're you're part of the wrap. But then like Colin brought up a point. He's like, dude. People pull out halfway through the year all the time. And it's like, yeah, that's true. So he's like, why not have a sticker where you can just pull it off instead of having to cut out stuff on your graphics and make it not look nice. I was like, dude, that's freaking smart. Yeah. So yeah, we're allowed we're allowed as many personal ones as as it fits. Okay, cool. Cause yeah, cause I've been sponsoring Parrish for his entire Moto America thing and it's always been he gave us the spot right up there by the uh where the windscreen meets the bodywork. So Oh yeah, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's a nice spot, actually. That's a that's really a nice good spot. Hey, that I got Great. on. I got in. I got on Suzuki's website. I got in Cycle News. I got the whole, everything, man. It yeah, was that's awesome. Good. 2018 was a great year for me and my buddy, yeah. my other buddy Chris. <laughs> I think Chris, Chris, is a little focused on trying to get this 99 kid on here. There you go. No, no I'm, I'm actually talking to your dad. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm 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 actually t- talking to to your pops right now. Which dude, I, I can't wait to have Michael back on. Um, it's soon, right? February, February. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, get Mike back on right now. Yeah. yeah where's he at? <laughs> I mean, dude, he can jump in if he wants to for sure. Anybody can. That, that, that's what thing that I love, on here man. too. Yeah, yeah man. I, Grayson, I don't know. I don't even know where Grace is. Family on. Dude, I need to get your brother on. Great, I do, man. I, I need to get him on the podcast. Dude, that that would be a hectic podcast. Dude, Grayson. So I met Grayson like, what was it? Um, probably in like 2020. And um, so whatever. I meet him at like the three day camp. We hang out for a bit, and then I stayed down there for a few weeks with Gus. And then we show up at Homestead. We're in the oh garage. my god and mike and kevin are working on my bike and out of nowhere grayson just decides to pull a backflip and we all look at each other and we're like yeah on that mike's like freaking out he's like dude grayson's never done that ever dude, grayson's grayson's wild dude grayson will do anything hey, he's, he's, never, he's never done it again though me and gus he, almost got him to do it again but he never did it so that was the only time when it was just you. That was funny. That's great. That's good times. That's good. He's got to show off sometimes. So yeah, your dad actually sent me this uh, your sponsorship uh, program that he has set in place for you. And there's and there's one, two, three, four. There's actually five packages uh, available to support uh, Juju. 
and uh, you, you can do it uh they, they have an entry level which is a supporter and, and an, an enthusiast um uh and it's a hundred bucks they have a tire warmer sponsorship uh where you get a social media uh mention if desired name or logo on the tail uh for one race and that's 500 you can get a gp shift sponsor um one dedicated social media post and name or logo on tail for two races and that's a thousand and then he has a paddock sponsor uh, which is gp level uh plus logo on leather swag and permit spot on race bike right which is proper mega that's 2500 which is not bad at all. Yeah, no, um, I knew it was possible. Yeah, and, and then road to a road to MotoGP sponsor, which is the best one. Um, it is a Paddock level plus logo on helmet and podium announcements, and and and, and that's five thousand dollars, and that's not bad, man. You no, that's for all charge to get my back. Jesus Christ, that's like that's light work. That's for being over in Europe. That's light work. Holy yeah. shit. Dude, I must say he he got pretty uh he got pretty um creative with those names. I didn't. Think, I know. I was about to say the GP like shift that. one. GP, GP shift one goes hard. Crazy. Dude, it's all yeah, dude. Listen, listen, dude. He, yeah, I, I I always praise uh SFL Mini and Michael and, and Juju uh, all of them all the time. I mean, you guys see his hat. I wear it. That's why I need a new one. It's all sweat stained and they'll wash it like three or four times. <laughs> you know what I came up with this year just for like my HAC hats because I love to wear these hats is I put the 40 on the side. There oh, we yeah. go. Nope, that's I dope. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. This, so I didn't have to always wear the 40 hat and I can kind of switch back and forth. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. And Victoria Manley, uh, what is going on? She said, I rode with your brother just last year, and he humbled me. <laughs> Grayson. Dude, Grayson's a little ripper, dude. He he scares me. A lot of people always say, oh, he's going to be faster than me. But it's probably true. I don't like to say it, but the kid's quick. The thing is, is he's kind of going through that stage now where he has to kind of pick between sports. So he's, like, extremely good at basketball but he's just as good, if not better, at racing. So he's like he's kind of in that median where he can't really choose right now. He, he's giving the same amount of effort to both. He so will. And you can, it. you know, to be honest, there's a possibility of doing both, but it's like you'll burn yourself out real quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially if you want, like, because, like, you guys, your winners really aren't winners down there. So you can ride all year round. Where it's like up here, like, if we have – if we want to do both, we can – during the winter when basketball happens, like, dude, we, we can't ride unless we want to go shovel and get a torch out and blow off the ice off the track. And it's not, it don't really work out that well. But yeah, I think, I think he'll make a right decision sometime soon <laughs> racing. So, yeah, it, 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 he said, uh, Pat Sheridan, what is going on? He says, paychecks are bigger in hoops, right? L listen, paychecks are just as big in soccer. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's my son, dude. No, you look, know what's getting big now is baseball. Baseball, yeah. baseball sucks. I can't stand baseball. The problem, the problem with baseball paychecks is they're payable over ten years. So yeah. okay, you want seven hundred million, but you have to wait ten years. Yeah, I'm I'm stuck making that over the space of ten years, and especially with Otani being in LA, half of that just got taken from the Fed and California. 
So it's like, hang on. Like, that was a $275 million payday for the, uh, for the state of California right off the rip. So it's like, no. Nah. He's going he's gonna to make three hundred and fifty over that space of 10 years. So he's living in the wrong spot to make that kind of money. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm saying, that's why I'm saying I'm, I'm chasing the golf dream. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here grinding at least like during the summer, five days a week on the course. Uh, I'm just, I, I'm, the only time I'm good at golf is if it's on Xbox. Like I can, I'm really good at driving the cart and mixing drinks. That's all I'm good at when I'm on a golf. Hey, course. that's not that's not bad. That's not bad right there. I'm not, I, there's no prop. You know, there's no problem with that. I just, nah. Uh-uh. But no, the paychecks in soccer. I don't know how big the MLS budgets are getting now, but they weren't yeah, big I, for a while. I don't, I don't know how big MLS is, but I know like when you go over Europe, that's just oh. fuck you money. I, I just met a guy, his son went over to West Ham for a month trying to make the academy, and he didn't make it. So he came back and took a full-ride scholarship to uh, you know, D1 college playing soccer. I'm like, it's probably a better idea to do that. And then yeah. come play. See, if you can make the MLS, make the MLS. If not, you've got somebody else paying for your school. That way you're yeah. not $250,000 in debt leaving. So, whatever. You know what's crazy, though? For the Olympics. <laughs> Hey, oh. he's nice talking. He wasn't even there. Yeah, I was like, wait, who's talking? I thought Chris was talking. I was like, wait a minute. Chris's voice changed real quick. <laughs> the Olympics. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you don't make money going to the Olympics. You got to be willing to go to the Olympics. In the U.S., you don't make anything. Everywhere else, they're all state employees. Yeah. So because the U.S. has this weird fascination with amateurism – like, I, I don't get it, but like, yeah, like you make, like you get a gold medal, you make like 3,500 bucks or five grand or something like that. It's not like the only way you make money is if you're doing it on a perfect, doing the sport on a professional level and you make money off your sponsors while you're doing that. But you get people like doing bobsled. You ain't work. You're working full time at Home Depot. Yeah. And then my you're friend- doing bobsled, you know? Yeah. yeah. One of my friends qualified for the Olympics. And he had the choice. Yeah. He want to go to the Olympics. And his dad, who's also a former ski, uh, Olympian, is like, dude, it's not worth it. It's literally not worth it. You know, it's like, dude, you're going to spend so much. Like, first of all, you made – congrats. You made the top 20 in the, in the, in the country. But now uh, we have to drop however much, $50,000 for you just to go over there and try making the final three cut. Yeah. So we're going to spend this money for you to maybe make, like – and ha- have a small chance of making, say, $3,500. What sport was it? Skiing. He was out. Oh, uh, yeah. No, skier. forget it. Oh, yeah, skiing. forget it. So, yeah. and, you know, like, I mean, his dad was an actual Olympian. He went to the Olympics, and then he just kept going. And then, actually, Honda reached out and was like, hey, we're going to do a program where we take Olympians and turn them into motorcycle racers. And he, they grabbed him. He uh, signed up for it. And became a pro road racer, and now he owns our local race series. That's phenomenal. That's awesome. That's, that's pretty sick, actually. Yeah. That's really sick, though. Going from skiing to racing motorcycles can't be easy, though. No, I mean, it takes – I mean, the balance part, the speed part, that's pretty close. You know, I guess if you're, like, it's one of the speed skiers, you have to hit apexes, I guess, quote-unquote. Because your gates, your gates are your apexes. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like that, you under have. It's the same thing with me and go karting. 
it's not it's completely different but i had that base you know you can take the base from different sports and then use them yeah but then you have to learn how to ride yeah there's that <laughs> that's 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 a small part <laughs> yeah it's a very small part of the whole equation there yeah but yeah, yeah that's yeah that's uh yeah skiing you know i i, uh, I that's one of the only times i knocked myself out um Oh God! <laughs> was skiing in Colorado, man. I was, I was like, I got the balls finally. I was like, man, I'm going down this double black. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting it right. Like I worked my way up. I'm doing nope. it, man. Oh, I get to balling. I'm balling down this hill, right? Obviously, I'm going way too fast than, than I expected, and I was trying to slow down, right? And yeah, needless to say, I face planted, and then I just remember waking up, and there's a crowd around me going, "Hey, man, are you okay? You, you face planted like a." Jesus Christ, right? So I wake up and I'm like, where am I? They're like, uh, yeah, you just face planted like way up the hill and slid all the way down this bad boy. Uh, yeah, it was a good nap and I had a headache after a while. Right I after bet that. you did. Yeah, I actually went and got me a cold beer. Uh, I'm going to need a few more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. I'm, but, a, I'm a big snowboarder. I can't do skiing. So I listen, where do you snowboard? Too. All right, hold on. Where, Jesus. Where do you snowboard? Jesus. Here in Florida, no, but there's At other the beach, states. man. There's states, dude. I used to live in Jersey. You act like you didn't know where I used to live. <laughs> Every time I go up to Jersey, I have to make it out to go snowboarding. Yeah, no, I mean, I live right next to a, a ski resort, and I don't ski or snowboard. I'm just – I used to be a big sledder. Yeah. I uh, – um. But the, the next time, yeah, I, I got into snowboard after that. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I can't let this uh, thing beat me, right? So I I, uh, I did it on the snowboard, but uh, I bitched out going down standing in it. So I sat in between my bindings and hold on to that motherfucker for dear life going down that thing. And, man, yeah, it was uh, it was a wild ride. I, I, I tell you that right now. So, yeah, but snowboarding is a lot of fun. I had a buddy of mine. Uh, this is when I lived in Colorado, and he could do all these crazy flips and all this shit, dude. He was just, yeah, wide open, nuts. On, I'm on too old for that nuts. shit now. I don't heal that quick anymore. <laughs> no, I've already blown my blown my knee out twice. I'm not doing that shit again. I don't like it. It's I fun, mean, third man. time's a charm, though, right? No, yeah, no, is. there's not going to be a third time. I'm out. No, I'm like, mm, this. my right knee is real expensive. No, I don't want to break it again. I'm out. No, I love, I love. I the mean, snow. yeah. I'm in a snow up down here. No. You want to trade? You can have some of my yeah. the snow that we got. You can. Yeah, have I, I love the snow, dude. You guys can. Yeah, come we can trade. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. just walk. Fuck all that. I want no part. Like, I got seven inches of snow last week. You can have it. It shut the city down. I am out. <laughs> no. I'm You're going. So I'm going down to Florida this week to get out of it. Are you yeah, really good, good idea. <laughs> Dude, you're coming back already? Yeah. <laughs> that was quick. What you well, doing? I'm going, to, I'm going to Jennings. Okay. Oh, the endurance race. Oh, weekend. I'll see you there then. You're going? Damn it. I was. I got offered a ride to go down there. I just can't make it work. Shit. Are you doing the endurance race? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'll be there. What are you, what are you racing? Guess what? I'm racing with the guy who's not here. Oh, so <laughs> Wait, you guys the, have the, a team? Yeah. Oh God. How many people are on the team? Uh it's me, Avery, and Ella. Nice. I'm gonna message you and be like, hey, when you pass these two guys, I need you to smack them on the ass every time you pass them. <laughs> are they on uh are they on 
twins. They're on. No, they're on four. Are you? What are you running? Yeah, we're on four hundred. Oh yeah, they're on four hundred. Yeah. It's gonna be. I'm actually quite excited. I get to ride Avery's championship winning four hundred. That'll be interesting. That'd be cool. Nice. Yeah. No, I'll I'll message I'll message you or I'll message Chris to let you know. Like, hey, these guys are going down. I need you to mess with them every time you see them on the racetrack. Yeah. Does taking out count? Yeah, I don't do that. They're old and they don't. They're like me. They're old and they don't okay. be that quick. Don't do that. Sorry, I just, I, yeah. I get a little aggressive at times. I, get aggressive with them. That's fine, but don't hurt them. He laughs like road rash. Hey, road look. Rash. I mean, if you, just, if you uh, don't do that. Oh, either. it's a four. Dude, it's a four hundred. The thing snaps in half if I just sit on it. There's <laughs> a piece. I the four hundreds are the worst bikes we could ever race, but we love them. Yeah. Well, I want to have to replace the entire front end on ASV. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Was it uh, Batty's bike in in Jersey, man? When he wrecked it, was it the last? Which which one? Between Levy and Isaac, we had probably like nine crashes. Okay, it it, it might have been Isaac's bike that was just done. Like I was. God bless. Yeah. A lot of people I did do. crash. I make fun. I love making fun of Isaac for it. He crashed four times at Jersey. Yeah. Isaac's and two of them, two of them were in front of me. We were, were they really? I tell him this. I'm like, dude, we're on a warm up lap. Oh yeah, he crashed on the warm up lap in the race. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> no, it was actually before the warm up lap. I think it was like the sighting lap. Oh yeah, high side on the sighting lap. Something oh, like I, hang yeah. on. No, I've got what the funniest one I've ever seen. I was corner working at Barber. And this is like, this is a while ago. This is when the super sport grids were like 45 deep, right? Huge grids. Yeah, 45, 45 motorcycles at Barber is terrifying. So, moto, like AMA. So, literally, so you've got that corner stand right there on the left going into uh, Museum Corner, right? So, yeah. there's, a, there's a couple of people that are working there, and there's a girl that's there that apparently, I, well, apparently, she was very attractive. Like, mm. woo, she, she, anyway, so we're was going to I don't know. It, no, it's not who you're thinking. It's somebody else. She hasn't been back because of this. No, so, I don't care what, I don't care if I know who she is. I just want to know if she's blonde. That's all I'm No, she was not. Damn. So anyway, so <laughs> he sees her and this is exactly how it goes. And he's staring at her goes straight off the gra- off the track into the gravel and he dumps the bike buries the thing it took th- it takes three corner workers to get it out of the gravel trap and he broke the clip on crashed the bike staring at the corner worker staring at the girl in the corner worker stand and didn't even get to race wow. she was out of a donk Oh my God! I was crying. Yeah, dude, she must have had a but donkey donk. Oh, he was like, "Well, what is that?" I will. Oh, I will say this: she was very. She was properly. Yeah, you won't believe who I'm about to get on the podcast. Grayson, what is up, Grayson? Hi guys. How you what doing, up, bud? man? Good. Good. Good, good, good. So his are, T-shirt matches our name tags on the. It the does speed. perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're gonna grow up and be talk? faster than than your brother, right? Yes, correct. There yeah, we I go. like it. No, not if he talks as he does right now. Grayson doesn't know how to talk. Did we did we fix that talk yet? You got no. time, bud. <laughs> no, you must. You got to fix your talk. Uh, 
Eli. I asked if he fixed it, so. Yeah. yeah. Did you fix it? No. Kind of. Not at all. Hey, you know, we worked on it. You, you tried. Pat shared it's, hard, it's hard when you don't have a back band. fender either. That works. Oh, all right. We got to tell that story now that Grayson's here. So, you know, my dad runs SFO. We all know that. And, uh, you know, me and Gray are the uh, organization's children, I guess you can say. And uh, Grayson was going out for a Spec 110 race. Or was it Spec 110 or MGP Pro? It was one of those. What? Yeah, Spec 110. And uh, he went out for the race. And the start at Bush now, it's a really tight chicane. And you, were you starting from, you starting from the front row? Oh, no. Oh, so Grayson was... No, I was starting from the front row, and then I went yeah, all right, so Grayson was starting from the front, and there was, like, a – I don't know if there was a crash or if he got, like, shoved out of the way, but he he uh, he went off on the side of the track, and uh, he cut the track to get back on up the bridge. And uh, so the chicane – if you go off on the right of the chicane, you miss the whole corner and a half. So he cut the, he cut the track, and uh, obviously you have to re-enter where you – we left. We have the track, and he didn't. He just pulled up the track, went up because he was pissed off, and uh, <laughs> then he got black flagged, and by my dad, and that was like this whole big thing because my dad black flagged this kid and stuff like that. Was was hey, my mom did it to me at a track day, but look, I still matter for that because yeah, it was the night sessions at national super speedway so they turn all the lights on for the nascar yeah. races and stuff so we do a track day from like four o'clock in the afternoon to midnight so we run it at night we got the lights on and everything my mom black flagged me because my tail lights were showing <laughs> yeah i still Man. yell at her for that this was 15 years ago <laughs> i've never seen grayson so mad in my life because my dad had to stop him he had to fully stop him wait for everybody to go by yeah i was in the all the way in the back and then he had to go I, I couldn't imagine. I, I, I bet you were, Matt Grayson. I bet you was. That's awesome. Uh, did, we actually have a question, man, from my man, Jack Roach. What is going go. on, Jack? Uh, he says, any of you guys going to be at Daytona? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think I will, no. I will be. Eli's there to win, too. I'm not because I'm going to be in that. Southern California, I think, that during that time period so yeah thank you i'm trying to make daytona to be honest with you i really want to go i've never been i i, I keep getting all these invites i just need to uh uh try to fund it right i mean it, i'm already going to texas jersey and um atlanta um but yeah I, i'm really trying to make daytona i really want to go down there and hang out with everybody more importantly i'd love to go down and uh, after daytona is really what i want to do um and hang out with Jillian and Michael and all those guys and ride with the SFL mini and just ha well, have a fun that, weekend out of it, you know? If you do that, we'll be down there for the week, the whole week after that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I can I get to hang out with my boy Eli again. Yeah, we'll man. Be there. It, we'll be, be there at the car tracks. I'll have a supermoto this time. Thank God. Because <laughs> I, uh, I was there on my Ninja 400 for the last month, so not ideal. Yeah. Yeah, Supermother would definitely be the way to go. And then Chris Lewis, what's going on, buddy? What he, up? Says, he says, hey, Chris, Block, Jillian, and Daniel. How's it going? It's great, man. Absolutely. All good. All good. How we doing? How we doing? Yeah, unfortunately, I won't be at uh, the 200. I have uh, I have a team test with Michael Ice in Spain. 
Oh, that sucks. I wish. Mm. <laughs> Man. I, uh, I, I can't wait till I turn 16, though. I get to do it next year. 2025, yeah. we get to do 200. Really? Oh, yeah, you'll be 16. Oh, yeah, that's right. You'll be yeah. 16, and yeah, you'll be eligible. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah be. Don't worry. I'll let you know how, how it is this year. Are you doing <laughs> it? Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? I really want to uh, go. Man. I'm riding a uh, Triumph. 675, baby. Heck yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. That's like, that, have well, you ridden one before? Yeah, no, I tested it uh, a few weeks ago oh. at Roebling. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I'll, they're fun. I, I really can't wait. Like I'm, I'm riding it. I'm testing it on Friday this week as well. So nice. Oh, if we get good weather. Jennings? Yeah. Yeah. When I'm down Jennings, uh, I fly in Thursday night and then, um, I test on Friday and then we race Saturday, Sunday in the rain. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna rain. That's why I was like, uh, it's still. I'm, oh shoot! It's gonna rain. Do it. Oh, it's, it's supposed to rain like, all three days, Julian. Yeah, it's looking like it. Yeah. Dude, so Jay, we actually—I might not want to ride. I don't want to. Oh, come on, man! Oh, Get out of here! No, it's not my bike. Uh, well, throw some rain tires on it. It oh, wow, Just it don't it up. Two months ago. Oh wait, Sunday's gonna be dry. Sunday's gonna be dry and Saturday's gonna be dry. It's gonna be pissing it down on Friday, though. Yeah. Well, the bike crash. Julian, what is your aim for your career? Where would you like to get to? Every racer's dream, MotoGP, of course. I'm on the right path right now, so I have. Uh, I'm on a GP chassis, and there's no there's no other place you'd rather be right now. Um, no racing the NSFs, and I'm gonna be if everything goes right. I get to be on my on an NSF chassis for another three three to four years. So, you know, I'm on the right bike, on the right chassis, and the right in the right path. So, MotoGP is obviously the goal. Uh, you know, first you have to get through all the European stages, which obviously isn't going to be easy. But honestly, I think I'm more excited to race in Moto3 than I am to race in MotoGP at this point. I was about I'm, to say, you're like, what, 17 or 16 is the limit for Moto3? No, eight, you have to be 18. 18. Yeah, they changed it. Yeah. Well, they kept, oh, yeah. they, they kept losing people. Like, yeah. they, lost, they lost like three well, or yeah, four no, guys. They, they had like, a whole bunch of that. Gone. Yeah. with Moto3 yeah, and the World Super Sport 300. So, yeah. yeah, yeah now it's, it's, well, I remember that now because they're talking about having us wear Junior Cup having to wear uh, air vests next year. Yeah, that's mandatory. That they, they, yeah, that's mandatory for, for yeah. anything with I am now. It's mandatory. I have to wear an oh, air vest. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I've never worn an air vest. I've always been against it. No, I always wear it. I have an airbag in all my suits. Well, I have... The only so the deal is so I, the guy that's having me race for the 200, the only deal is that he made with me is that like at Roebling I showed up. He's like, you don't have an air vest. I was like, never ran one. He's like, the deal is if you're on a race 200, you gotta have an air vest. So I went. My suit guy Anthem Anthem Leathers made me full uh, air vest that's gonna be coming in soon. And I guess I'll I'll be having one. I, I don't think it's gonna be that big of a difference. So I'll ha I have another one coming in for um what it's called for the regular junior cup season that we're doing so it, it, the air vest is, is that something jillian and and obviously eli you, you haven't got yours yet but you you have a charging station you it's portable obviously when you take it to the trackers it's something that you jillian's got to give to a uh, jay at, at drc and, and then they take care of it and send it back or no i um mine is like physically in the suit 
So it, yeah. I have a plug in the hump. I have to unzip the top of the hump, flip the flap over, and plug it in, and then uh, it charges. And then it has it has a canister, and whenever you the CO two, uh, yeah, the CO two canister. And whenever I crash, um, you just kind of you pull the canister out, you put the other canister back in, and you can go back go back to it. It's not like something like Alpine Star where you have to send it out to Italy or something. So stupid. It's that's it retarded. Uh, it's so bad. It is. Dude. It really is. Wasn't it Bobby Fong? His his suit went off early at a baggers race or something this year. His suit went off during a race. Yeah. Yeah. It was like right before it started or something. And he's sitting there trying to mess with it. Yeah. I no. Yep, okay. There it is. This is the this is the slot for the ECU or whatever. And then it's just, wait, wait, uh, what brand is that one? This is a Furigan one. Oh, okay. Wait, you wear European? That? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't wear this one. This one's too big. Oh, so do you? That one goes. Do you wear it? That, one, that one's like a vest. Uh, the one that Jay makes now is Helite, and um, yeah, that's that's what we have as well. We we have the Helite, which is in your suit. Yeah, it's in your suit. It's physically in your suit. And then they have to add on your sides. They add a little bit of more stretch, so it um, it doesn't change anything about your suit. It just adds a little more stretch material, so when it, if it does go off, it doesn't. You can still ride. Yeah, you yeah. can still ride if need be. That makes sense. How's the breathability when you're wearing that? Because the the complaint I had I had heard, I haven't worn one, that I heard that if your suit can be perforated, but you get moving, there's no breathing at all. So uh, it could be an old suit. That could have been an old air vest he was talking about too. So I I, uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah. No, the the breathing in it's pretty good. I mean all my my basically the whole suit of mine is perforated anyway, so the breathability is pretty good. But it's not like I wouldn't say it kind of blocks any airflow or anything. Okay. Um, it kind of honestly, you don't even like once you have it fully zipped in and you're on the bike, you don't even feel like you have it on anymore. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like when you get a new suit and you think it's going to be so stiff on the bike, and you get on the bike, you start riding, you just fully forget about it. Like it's yeah. just it feels normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, again, I've I've never had the opportunity to wear one, so it's just I'm, I'm always gonna ask. Yeah, I love I love the air vest just because I've yeah Avery Avery blew out two canisters last time at the last. Oh God! Yeah, I've I, only I, had like one crash in my whole entire time racing where I've like been like wow I could really need an air vest. I was that loud and I was on uh, my motard and come out turn one, I just got launched to the moon i just we measured it because we were bored because we went from the tire mark to where we landed because there was a black mark where i landed from something i think my boot hit the ground we measured it, it was 27 feet and i was in the air about that i was up eye level with the stand so and i remember clear as day in my helmet i was like i remember looking at looking down the ground like like an air dust right now <laughs> yeah right i'd really like one right now please yeah, no. uh, we actually have an, another question for for juju man from chris um he says how was the track day at homestead did you like the homestead this weekend was actually like perfect like it was a really good weekend um oh thank you very much uh but uh no the track day this weekend was really good a uh, big shout out to cameron jones and his father they came out uh for the for the weekend to help me kind of get it all set up on the on the cbr they know honda's 
you know, like the back of their hand. So big thanks to them for coming out. But um, it was just a couple of things I noticed from the CCS or the, or the Azure race from December that I wanted to work on a little bit more at this track day. And um, it was just a couple of things like eternally in the bike that I wanted to fix. And Cameron, me and Cameron were able to work together and get it all fixed. So it was a really good, really good weekend. I dropped 1.8 seconds off from the last time I was there. And, uh, dude, so I was two thousandths away from a twenty-seven. So a twenty-eight flat, and I'm—it's a stalker, dude. It's—I have no quick shifter, I have no slipper clutch. It's just yeah. and the only thing I have on is a pipe. So yeah. I mean, I, I, at least at Homestead, you don't really need it that much. Like you don't really need something go. Well, the slipper would be really nice. Yeah, the slipper would be nice. But the quick shifter, you don't really need too much. No, the, the slipper is a big one around home. Slipper, yeah, slipper's, yeah, slipper's a big one there because you're grabbing like two, three downshifts in most corners. Yeah. Yeah. But How looks like a bagger. Yeah. Oh, dude. They, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. It's like when you're in a small car and a big semi just blows by you. Oh, my God. I got sucked to Rocco's bike. Like, Rocco passed me. Uh, you know, me and him were kind of just messing around during the track day and stuff. Like yeah. one session, we just went out and we were just battling and stuff. But he blew by me down the straightaway, and it was like I got sucked to his bike. I had to like, I was like almost fully lent over to the right all, off the wall to try and mm -hmm. get him to to get away from my bike. It was, and they sound like you can hear them over your own bike while oh, yeah. you're riding your bike. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. He was actually. I knew way before this whole entire deal came out because he, they were down at Roebling testing in uh, like early December, or actually it might have been late November. But yeah, he, he they blew by me. Uh, Gillum blew by me on the straightaway, and my whole entire bike just went straight into him. I'm like, yeah. dude, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. And then you try and drag back up to him, but they're just gone. Mm -hmm. Like they, their bikes are so fast. They're fast. This bag people don't understand them baggers. But the lean angle Rocco is getting was insane. There's pictures of Kyle Wyman dragging his elbow on his road glide. Yeah, Jersey, I think, is where they yeah, yeah, Jersey is turn turn spot. Turn five. five. Yeah, I think it's turn five, five or something. Yeah, but like Rocco was getting so low. Like unbelievably low. I what? I I'm Go ahead, sorry. No, it was just it was for me, it was I uh, I rode with uh, Hog Spoli last year when he was on the bag with Vance and Hines. They always go down to the uh, to the N2 events. So I kind of knew, but I wasn't really fast enough to kind of compete with the baggers. This year, I went, well, three seconds faster than I did last year on the 600. So it was kind of, I was able to keep up with them a little bit. And this time it was a totally different experience. Like they were, it was insane. And the way they back in the baggers, like it's a normal bike, is insane. They brought that team to Bowling Green up at NCM in October for Hayden to come play. And then they had a, a English journalist coming over because apparently they're doing baggers and BSB next year. Yeah, they are. Uh, so it was Hayden, that journalist, and JD. So JD's on the lack of stature individual on that big thing. And watching him back that thing into turn one at Bowling Green was, I was like, this kid's going to, he looks like an Ewok on a speeder bike. Like, what are we doing? Just flying. It took him about a session and a half to figure it out. Once he figured it out, I was like, everybody get out of the way. Like, this is about to get, uh, this is about to get ugly. 
So speaking yeah. of Hog Spoli, me and him were playing golf like right before I left. Yeah. Shit, he's he's a good he's that was the first time I met him and actually he was commentating for the winter throwdown when I was racing it. That's and it cool. was funny, like he didn't even talk about my racing. He talked more about me and him playing golf the whole entire live stream than me actually being out there racing. Hey, he's a good guy. He's so, actually he's up he's up from where we are. Um, yeah, Avery just texted me. Ah, oh my God. Of course he did. He said, "Bro, he, he says, hey man, is, is it too late to to join in? I, I'm really sorry. I, I've been at the gym. I said, yeah, bro, you can for sure, but we're gonna have to reschedule your pod for sure, right? So li listen, uh, we have a question from from Chris Lewis, and this is for everybody, Grayson." I want you to be the first one to answer this. Okay, it says, Grayson, who do you see being the MotoGP champion in 2024? My favorite guy is Fabio Quartararo. But I think Mark Marquez got it. On the Ducati? Everyone say I if you were going to say the same thing. Man, listen. I think that uh, I think Mark's got a really good chance. I think the pressure of not being a full factory rider um, and and just being just jumping on a proven bike that's a, a, a winning bike, right? Um, and I honestly don't think that uh, you know you, you hear the rumors about you know maybe he'll, he'll go back to Honda. I, I really don't don't think he'll ever go back to Honda. Um, but I think that uh, Bagnaya for sure is not going to win the champion this year. I think that uh, Jorge Martins coming with one hell of a vengeance, right? And I think he'll probably be the first rider to announce jumping ship from uh, Ducati this year. It would be Jorge Martin for sure. Uh, as far as the champ, nothing. The only thing I'm scared of is that, like, kind of shady stuff they were doing at Qatar and stuff with Jorge Martins' bike. I would, dude, yeah, it's listen, Julian. I'm kind of nervous yeah. about that because if like Pecco's in the running with like three rounds to go and Mark is leading, they're just gonna they can do that stuff. Like they <laughs> have so much data and they can like if Mark's fast in like the sprint race, they can just put all the data in the Pecco's bike and then Pecco's gonna go win the main race. That's just what they can do. But I hope that they don't make it too unfair. Yeah, we'll see. How are you, Daniel? What do you think of Daniel? I want to see how the Sepang test goes before I make an actual yeah. judgment. Because, yeah, that first, the day after Valencia, the Tuesday or whenever it was, well, probably the Tuesday because everybody's hungover. They need a day to recover. But, like, yeah, Mark will look real happy on that Ducati. Yeah, because he's got a front end he can push now. And it's not he's not worried about the bike folding half under him. Here's yeah. the thing, though. It, I, I see Mark doing very well. I see him being very fast, but he still has to he's has to fight Jorge. Martin, he has to fight Martin. He's got to fight Pecco. He's got to fight Bastianini because everybody has forgotten about that because he's hopefully going to be healthy this year because he got wadded up bad. And he was – how long was he gone? Six races, seven races? Eight rounds. Yeah. So Bastianini's going to be mad. Then you've got – you know, one more year of Aleish and Maverick. You know, Captain Saturday is always Captain Saturday, but Aleish is, if he's on the right, at the right time, Aleish is going to be a problem too. Like, yeah. I don't want to call it yet, but it's going to be, I'm going to, like, looking at it the way it went last year in the testing and everything, it's going to be Jorge Martin, 
it's going to be between Jorge Martin and Pecco and probably Bastianini. Like it's going to be the factory Ducati guys and then uh, Jorge again. And I guarantee him, yeah, he's jumping ship to KTM or Aprilia, probably Aprilia by the fifth round. Yeah, don't, don't forget, pay, baby Jeebus is what I call Pedro Costa, Michael. Listen, I think uh, – I always said uh, Pedro is going to be absolute uh, freaking yeah, weapon, favorite. dude. He's yeah, favorite. he's absolutely oh, my favorite rider. I met him in person, and it's Me like too. you totally forget he's a MotoGP yeah. rider. Like dude. he's so down to earth. Yeah, dude. I so I, I met him in in uh, Texas last year, and I said, "Baby Jeebus." He turned around. He says, "I don't understand this, baby Jeebus." <laughs> I started laughing, dude. It was hilarious, man. And Morbidelli, Joe, yes, Franco. Listen, there, there there's a lot going on in 2024. But uh, Eli, who do you think is gonna? Y'all are sleeping. I'm not sleeping, sleeping on my boy Bender. Ben, yeah, listen, I knew. I'm a huge Bender fan. I think Bender, dude. I, I do. I think Bender will be uh, in, in running for the champion this year for sure. I give I, Bender's gonna win. Ben, Bender's gonna win at least one this year. I'll give him that. I just don't He's think KTM's the got the backbone yet. Sleeping. I think I, I agree with Daniel on the Sepang yeah. test. My last thing, just, I, I wasn't I really I answer this door, but I want no, to say can't. y'all were sleeping and y'all were going to wake up one day and see that Brad Bender's the world champion in 2024. All right. I, I'll give you 25 or 26. Like now I'll give, I'll give you 24 real quick. Cause all this Ducati nonsense is going to be going on and they're going to all be having this bullshit going on in the background. But KTM, well, Dude, it's it's a monopoly. KTM's buying everything out. They bought out MV Augusta, Husqvarna. They have control of everything. They're going to keep on gaining more information, especially with Pedro on this bike now. And it's just going to keep on working. It's going to keep on working. Well, and something I just remembered on the Ducati side, Ciabatti's not there anymore. No. Paolo's not there. He's running running the – All right, see you, boy. uh, All right, later, Eli. He's doing the off-road stuff. So you've no, got Davide and what's the other guy? The skinny dude, the bald headed guy. They're the two running the team now. So without that third guy there, GG Delinia. Yeah, yeah. no, not G, no, not the engineer, the other guy, the guy that's the head of like the whole company. Oh, uh, the freaking Don McKelly. Don McKelly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, Chibati's not there anymore. Chibati seemed to have been the voice of reason so how's this gonna go like we're talking about riders and everything that's all well and good but hey you've got some big people leaving that particular area and ducati might be having might have a small hangover from winning everything last year they won world superbike world superbike and constructors moto gp and constructors so let's see what happens yeah and uh, you can't forget bsb yeah, they won BSB. Yeah, BSB. Like, they went Super Sport here. So it's Ducati might they might have a, a you know the World Series hangover or the Super Bowl hangover. You know, I don't yeah, see it happening, but it could. Well, everybody knows I'm a huge Ducati fan, but I never agreed with them having eight bikes on the grid to begin with, right? Um, see, well, they, people say that, but how many did Honda back have back when the, the RC 211V came out? Yeah, a ton, right? Yeah, they, they did. so it's they, like Honda yeah. did the same stuff back twenty years ago, and everybody's nobody threw a fit about it then. 
Yeah, they did. And then uh, my man Jack Roach again says, I can see Mark going to KTM in the future possibly. I mean, yeah. Hey, listen, listen. You know, uh, Jack Miller, I'm a huge Jack Miller fan. Obviously, Brad Bender. I, I got – yeah, dude. And I, I think that uh, if Jack don't step up his game, uh, Pedro is definitely going to take his spot next year, 110%. There's no question about that. Um, Jack's really good at testing, though. Th- no, Jack's a great thing, developer. Yes. Kind of a test rider. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I mean, you've got, you've got two really good. Oh, uh, I've heard that too, Joe. Yeah, uh, they've got two of the best test riders you can have in Pedrosa and Paul. But the problem is, if you're fast enough to do well in a MotoGP bike, you're on the grid. So, you know, you don't have a, like Danny's really the only test rider that can sit there and compete and build the bike so you've got danny back there you've got jack you've got paul pedro once pedro i'm agree with you once pedro gets used to this thing it's gonna get ugly he's gonna be a problem but he's got to get used to that thing he's up he's coming off what what's a moto 2 pushing 180 170 horsepower to a 325 horsepower motorcycle it's a massive jump yeah, I mean, you know, and, and no then, electronics, nowhere near the same amount of electronics. Nah, shoot, no, shoot, that's yeah, it's yeah, N- nowhere near the, the the electronics. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It is, it, it is. But you know, it it, it is possible for VR to go to KTM in in twenty twenty five. I know the initial thing was they were supposed to go to Yamaha, but then Yamaha is in the trash bin right now. So straight garbage yeah. bin. Well, yeah. Yamaha Yamaha's problem is they. Well, the Japanese manufacturers, the problem seems to be it takes forever for them to make a decision, and they are more focused on developing the engine and not figuring out the loopholes and the rules like Gigi did. That's why we have ride height devices. That's why the aero came in so hard. Like, Yeah, I was looking at the bike transformation because uh, Motorsport Spain posted something about like the bike transformation from, I think it was 2011 to 2024 for Ducati. Yeah. And they had Arrow back in like 2016, 2017. And everyone said they were morons. Yeah, everyone said they were crazy. And then now you look at all their other bikes. And now everyone's copying the Stegosaurus in the back and yep. like crazy stuff like that. Although yeah, the new 24 bike looks really narrow. They look, they look narrow and long. And long. And they are the only inline four engine on the grid too, Jack. Jack, Jack Yamaha, yeah. right about that. You know, that yeah. maybe, you know, it, it they're it, gonna Yamaha's gonna die on that hill. Like yeah. they will they are going to die on that hill if it's the Yamaha's great if there's nobody in front of it. If you can get in there and get away from everybody and go, you're let you're you're leaving everybody. But the problem is they can't qualify. The same problem Suzuki had up till twenty twenty. Couldn't like, you started eleventh? You got to fight through, and you've got people in the way. You're not going to be able to use the bike because the bike's nothing but corner speed. Yeah, Suzuki so, was just lucky they had riders that knew how to get to the front. Never going to argue that one bit. I'm a I will die on that hill that I'm a Suzuki fan forever. But I will never argue the fact that they had riders that knew what they were doing. Like that bike was. To be that, fair though, my dad, my dad doesn't like either rider. He thinks really? that neither of them should be in MotoGP. I say, I keep saying he's crazy. Who Alex Rins and, and Mir. Mir? Yeah, I Alex think Rins top, is, I think they're top riders. If they get on a good bike, I mean, they are both on Japanese manufacturers now. But they got on like like I think if Mir got on Aprilia, 
Oh God. So yeah. if well, Renz is always going to be in the podium at Coda. That's just the way it goes. Oh, he's, he's gonna win. Always, he's gonna, he's gonna either win Coda or he's gonna be toward the front. Yeah. Mir, like that guy, he just you if he gets in that flow and he's gone. You get in a fight with him, he does not care. He yeah. will fight. That's what I like about him. He just doesn't care. Actually, yeah. that, that's going to be interesting. Um, oh Aaron Kinnett. Yeah, dude, Michael, li listen, I'm a big dude, fan I of Aaron Kinnett. so dude. mad for Aaron Kinnett. Yeah, yeah he's, he's I do too. Because of all of his tattoos. Dude, what kind of bullshit oh. is that? That is absurd. Yeah, well, let's just keep it real. Look, okay, Julian, you've spent so much more time over there, and you understand that racing culture over there better than Chris and I are ever going to understand. Yeah. Like, tattoos and stuff, here it's not that big a deal. I am assuming fair, that they all of them are naked. Yeah. Naked have no tattoos. That's true. So it's like it's it's the same way in Japan. You can't have visible tattoos or you get messed with bad. Yeah. Like it's a social like faux pas if you have tattoos. Like I can't go. See, like I you know, I can't go to Japan and be okay. You could have like, wear long sleeves. Yeah, I gotta wear long sleeves. That's just fine. Yeah. But like the faux pas that seems to be having tattoos at that level is i mean obviously we as americans we don't care but over there with old money and the old guys still running everything like how old is Boletta? how old is that guy oh he's, he's like, like two like, years he's two years younger than dracula like what are we doing 80 something it's old yeah like the question like, is is aaron connect gonna get a win this year I know, He's right? I, dude. Yeah. I was hoping it, I was going to hear the bow tie explanation, right? Yeah. Who's he riding for? Is it a Cal is it a Calix frame? Yeah, he's on the Fantec racing bike. Yeah, he took shots in the Eddies, right? Yeah. Oh, it, it, yeah. He's he's got the bike under him. It's, if if he doesn't get a win this year, it's his fault. I think Furman Aldegar is going to destroy everyone. Dude, Aldegar is a beast, dude. Let's just keep he, it real, right? The only thing is. He, they're all they're always so fast in Asia, but then yeah. they come here to Europe and they're. Although he did kind of prove me wrong, he was really fast in Valencia. He, he, he was very Valencia. Yes. Yeah. But like all the short, like quick, like stop and go tracks, like Sachin Ring, yeah. not very quick. Or well, Sachin Ring is pretty sweeping to be fair. Probably like I don't know, like Assen or something that kind of has those really tight corners. I wish they hadn't screwed Aston up and taken that North Loop out. I know. I God, know. Yeah. that trip. Like, watch that's the a old... dream track for me. I want to go to oh. Aston so bad. British Town went to Aston the year before I went. And uh. now they stopped going. BSB used to go, and now they stopped going. It was... They're going to Andalusia or something like this year or something like yeah. that. Navarra. Navarra, is that yeah, what it is? Navarra. Okay. Yeah. But uh, what's it called? MSVR bought. Navarra now, so it makes sense, I guess. It's better than Silverstone National, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jack Roach will, will agree with me, with me on that one. It's like, much better than Silverstone the National. Fact, the fact that the best – like one of the top three production-based national series don't use that big – the number one facility in the country blows my mind. The yes. fact that you don't use even like the old layout for Silverstone. Yeah. You just use the little Mickey Mouse, little Talladega version. The blows four, me away. four corner, the four yeah. corner drive that is less than a minute on a superbike. 
Yeah. Like you're getting dizzy. You're on 30 laps. You're dizzy by the end of the race. Yeah. Like, yeah, we did 24, 25 laps around there or something. It's yuck. No, use use the, the whole thing. Not kill. Not kill in Scotland is yeah. the most useless track I've ever ridden. It's <laughs> it's a super fun track if we were doing it on supermotos because it's a kart track. Yeah. Know? And they're riding super bikes around there with no electronics. That's nuts, so ain't it? Yeah, it's nuts. That's the, one, that's the one in Scotland where it drops down and you come up in the middle of a chicane. And you, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah that one. It's 54 seconds on one of my bikes. Imagine what it is on a super bike. Right. No. Yeah, like 40, yeah, 45, 46, something like that. Yeah. It's, they, they, they ball, right? Uh, yeah. We're not it, going here, actually, I don't think. Dude, I wish you guys were going to Cadwell. Oh, imagine a bagger on Cadwell. Right. I can't wait. That's going to be a <laughs> robber. Hit that mouse on that insane. big thing. Let me know how it works out for you. <laughs> That's going to be insane. Jumping a 650-pound bagger up that mountain? No, thank you. Well, no, what's crazier is they've dropped 350 pounds off those things. That's the crazy That's, part. That's true, yeah. Dude, like, the park, you look at the bikes, and they look like rocket ships in person. Did you dude, see the swing arm? Yeah. In person, That's yeah. one piece of billet aluminum. Yeah, yeah. It takes, you know, it's thirty-five grand a swing arm. Yeah, these bikes are hundred grand plus, easy. One hundred fifty, easy. Yeah. Like you can buy an it's Indian from yeah. Indian for ninety-four thousand dollars. Yeah, easy. Those bikes are stupid. Oh, it's they ridiculous. Are. They are it's ridiculous. My dad was uh, totally into it too. There, Jersey. We were standing there. Uh, I was talking to Flinders, and uh, uh, he was. He was talking, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he actually got got a first podium in Jersey, which is. Awesome, yeah, man. I man. loved it. Uh, Dad was like, you know, I was standing there talking, and he was like, do you think he'll let me go in there and, and look at his bike? I was like, Max, you mind if my dad goes look at it? He's like, oh, sure, go ahead. But as in there taking all these pictures and drilling all over his bike, I was like, Dad, that bike's 100 grand plus. He's like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, bro. Yeah. They're, they're no joke. It's uh, Yeah, it's that, that it's real money. Built yeah, they're a super bike with bags on the side now. Right. No, it is. But, you know, they, they are – to me, and I've always said this, uh, they're good for the sport. They're helping oh, yeah. actually grow Moto America. And Rick's right. Rick Glover, what is up, my man? Back bring in the – yes, they do. They, they do, bring, man. Uh, well, that, that – that, and I think it's helping the motorcycle culture in general. Just hear me out real quick. You know, because uh, there for a while, you know, you, you, you ride on the street and you're with a group of people on what the Hollies call, you know, crotch rocket guys and all these sport bike guys and – some of them were friendly. Some of them were not very friendly. It was like this love-hate relationship. But now I think it's bringing it to where everybody's nothing but love, how it should have been from the get-go because they get to see, you know, the, the crotch rockets in real life going around the track and talk to the to the actual racers. And they're like, shit, they're just like we are, right? They just ride a different style motorcycle. That's all. Um, but I get where, you know, uh, people that ride sports bikes on the street, me, I, I'm included. I'm not excluded from this, that do dumb shit and that we shouldn't be doing and get a bad name for, for people, right? Like, this is what I always tell people. I will ride a wheelie for a dog if a dog would appreciate it. Like, oh, there's a dog. You know, it's, yeah, so, yeah. I love those baggers. I love washing them, but when they drop oil, thank God Rock or Hayden didn't do it this weekend. When they drop oil, it's an absurd amount of oil on the floor. Yeah. And I was talking. Go I think it was it was one of the Vance and Hines guys did it last year and two I think and it was just it took so long. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Dude, 
they used to, I mean, this is going way back. Chris will remember this. Julian, you weren't anywhere near to being around yet. They used to run a Sportster 883 series. Yeah. Well, like, this is where the Bostroms came from and all that mess. Yeah. The amount of cheating that went on in that in, on that grid is oh, hilarious. Yeah. But I was talking to Trey Beatty, guy that raced endurance for forever and blah, 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 whatever. But, yeah, no, he was like – he would look at the race organizers and go, hey, can we put these guys on Monday and let them race Monday? That way we don't have to deal with the oil drop. Because it's like a grid of 30 Sportster 883s going around Laguna. And it's like, oh, great, i got to go through turn one in Laguna with oil drop down? No thanks. She, you uh, should have heard about right. Indy, dude. When, when they had the 883 class at Indy, it was the first year at Indy in 08, man. Oh, the XR1200s, yeah. Bro, it was – yeah, it was insane. The – it happened at turn one at Homestead too. Turn one yeah. on my six hundred flat out in sixth gear. Just have it slide in like, like once it kicks back, then you kind of just grab the brace and tip in it too. And there was just like all the kitty litter or whatever they put on the floor, and I was like, no thank you. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not today. No, 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 no. Not that kitty litter works, but it doesn't fully take it all up. It then takes no. a rubber to go over it. You got to work it in a little bit. That's why the ball's got prunes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, you get you really got to work it in. So Chris, man, dude, Chris is awesome. Yeah, uh, he, he says you like racing in wet or dry or no preference at all, Jillian. Um, depends on the circuit. Uh, some circuits I I like more in the wet, some more like in the dry. But um, honestly, I've kind of grown to love both of them because if you don't love both of them, you're gonna be scared in the wet you know obviously you are you're gonna race in the dry 80 percent of your career but when it comes to the wet it kind of brings the rider out of you and brings the rider out of everyone you know and uh i've grown like i said i've grown to love riding in the rain just actually um two weeks ago i took the 600 up to jennings i got invited one of the sfl mini gp dads was holding the track day up in jennings and uh like I got one or one good session in the morning on the 600 and then uh, it kind of just started to spritz and it was spritzing all day. And uh, I just took out the 600 just for the experience on slicks. Just went out uh, the, for the rest of the sessions throughout the day, just going and sliding the rear and, you know, losing the front stuff like that, just to get the experience. So I train in both um, on, you know, wet and dry. I'm not one that kind of goes back in the house if it, you know, goes wet. I, in England, you're going to have to ride in the wet at some point anyway. So it'd be useless for me to not know how to ride. So during, I, during that same day too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. During that same day. Yeah, for sure. No, so and definitely, uh, I wouldn't say I have a preference. Obviously you can do some cooler stuff in the dry than you can in the wet, but you can also do some crazier stuff in the wet than you can in the dry. But I, I don't have, a favorite, I guess you could say. I, I enjoy both. Yeah, and then and then he has another question with the rain. Is like, how, how do you cope with the spray on your face shield um, when rain? Oh, you don't. Wet? You just hope yeah. that you don't t-bone anybody, right? You yeah. just wing it. Yeah, you use you, the force. Yeah, you obviously we don't have the spray like the Formula One cars do. Those guys, I don't know how they cope with yeah, the spray nuts. at all. But for us, I kind of. You know, that's kind of the most important part is to be in the front. So you have no spray whatsoever. But uh, you kind of just pray to God. We do have the, the rain light, so it's kind of that's how we cope with it, I guess you can say. It's just with the rain lights. We have the 
well, I do anyways, at HJCU, there's a special visor uh, that kind of like takes the water like right off. There's like a, a little layer on the front and it whips the water off. And uh, that's, so I don't really have a problem with the vision. Obviously on the windscreen, you can't see much anyways, but you just kind of have to be really aware where the brain lights are and be aware of your surroundings because, uh, you know, you could have someone behind you that's doing the same thing you are and hoping not to hit you. So yeah. you just got to really be aware. Guys, I got to roll. I'm still at the data center. I got to get out of here before traffic gets even worse. All right, buddy. Be good, dude. I'll holler at you tomorrow, Dan. Yeah, holler at me tomorrow. Let, see you, dude. See you later. Yeah, so, Jillian, dude, we need to get uh, obviously do a, another podcast with you. We'll schedule one up and, and follow your, your whole racing uh, this whole year. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll do a beginning of the season. I have a. I'm uh, leaving for Spain in February, actually. I'll be there for, for four weeks, going to do a bit of a training camp out in Spain. Um, and then, you know, like I said, the 200, I have the team test. So while I'm over there, I'll be doing the team test and then uh, have a, a track day somewhere. I'm not going to say where exactly yet, but um, we have a, I have a really exciting track day coming up on a, with the, the DRC guys. So I'm pretty excited for that. That's also going to be in Spain. And once I do that, I'll be, be back home uh, until April, you know, enjoying, relaxing, you know, continuing the training. But, um, you know, we could definitely do something mid-season or something or with uh, after when, when we have the number one plate here at home. That, that's, dude, I love it, Jude. Yeah, absolutely we will. So, yeah, well, we could do it. We'll, we'll do – I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll do a, a, a beginning of the season when you come back from, from Spain after your first test and, and all that in your track yeah. day. We'll just do like a 30-minute whatever, and then mid-season, yeah, we'll get you back on and then at the end of the season. And, uh, yeah, we'll get it there. But, yeah, dude, we're, we're, we're going to end this, man. We've been on this for an hour and 20 minutes. Jillian, it's – yeah, it's always an honor. Yeah, an hour and twenty. No, you got I'm, I'm Avery Dreyer for the day. I was. Yeah. yeah okay. There you guys go. Yeah. It's, it, it, this is Avery. Yeah. What an honor. 2023 Junior Cup champ in the house. What's up? <laughs> always a pleasure, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, but listen, Juju, I really appreciate it, and I appreciate everybody always listening. Uh, real quick, uh, but before we end this, uh, everybody go to the Clothing Kings. .co.uk. You can get any, all Pendergast merchandise. Big shout out to them. Big shout out to my man Peter and Jake Marsh over there in R&D Racing. You guys are awesome. And listen, uh, I'm going to give, I'm going to hand the floor to, to Juju here for a second. He can tell all you guys where to follow him on social medias and all that. And I really need you guys to go to Club 40 uh, when he does get it together. And uh, yeah, join the club and be part of the team and help him out. It'd be much appreciated for sure. Yeah, so on Instagram, it's JujuMaster21. Facebook, uh, Julian Alessandro Correa. Same, uh, likewise, on Twitter. I do have a YouTube channel. Just kind of have a bunch of onboard videos on there. Uh, but like I said in the start of the show, I have uh, I have a couple designs coming out now. Uh, before the season, I have some some openings for sponsors. Um, you know, Chris kind of named them in the beginning, but we have the supporter enthusiast um, package, 100 bucks, and you get the um, – you know, you get the the starter package. Uh, I think that one's one race. Then you have the tire warm package, which is uh, $500. Um, the GP shift package, which I'm actually, I really like that name. The $1,000, uh, the paddock pass is, or the paddock package yeah. is uh, $2,500. And the road to MotoGP is $5,000. So uh, make sure you send me a DM. I'll send you a little bit more uh, info on that stuff as well. But uh, thank you guys for having me.
Dude, that's awesome. Proper. So listen, you guys. Uh, so when is Club 40 going to be available? I mean, is that going to be? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still working on it. But uh, yeah, I'm still working on it. I'm going to get in the website as soon as possible. But uh, like I said, I have um, some merchandise coming out. You know, got the hats, got some new designs coming. Uh, new design on the hats, got some new hoodies, and uh, might as well do some t-shirts as well. So uh, going to be putting that in the website soon, jujuracing.com. And uh, make sure to check it out. Got the fundraiser program on there and uh, got all my blogs on there. I do. Uh, I love doing the blog posts and stuff. It kind of it's it's a good way for me to, to open my mind up and kind of get stuff that's in my mind out. And kind of I like to uh, share my experiences with you guys as well, because I know not not many people are as lucky as me. And I'm super grateful for that. So I like to share that with you guys. And uh, yeah, check it out. Jujuration.com. Yeah, his blogs. Listen, I'm telling you, I read them all the time when they come out. I'm, I'm super excited when they do. And Michael Career says, listen, yeah. Club 4 comes out That's on awesome. Friday. This is awesome. So, yeah, listen, big shout-out again to SFL Mini GP. I tell – I obviously, you guys know I say it all the time. But I'll say it uh, again. If anybody's always interested in learning how to ride, whether you're 40, 50, 60, 70 years old and ever wanted to drag your knee, uh, Dude, listen, SFL Mini uh, GP, yeah. yep, in Florida. Uh, Michael Carrera, if anybody, uh, you know, has any issues, just get in contact with me. I'll, I'll get you direct contact. Uh, it's the best program we have here in America. I know you guys are probably tired yeah. of me talking about it, but uh, I'm still going to talk about it because it is the best program. And yeah, everybody knows who we started. Yeah, yeah, me, that, yeah. Avery, Avery sister, my brother, everyone, Isaac. Most of the people that have been on the podcast, that's, that's where we all started. Uh, you know, Eli was on earlier, but he started out in the in the New Jersey, um, you know, area. They, they have NJMP up there or NJ Mini GP up there. So, you know, even if you're not down here in Florida, there's still a couple of things open up north as well. So, yeah, you have NJ Mini GP, EMV Mini GP, stuff like that. So, yep. Well, there you go, folks. But yeah. Listen, I'm going to let you guys go. What an honor, again, it is to have Jillian, the lap slayer, Avery Dreyer, career on the podcast today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You yeah, got to get so, Avery on you, dude. Dude, we will. And, and, yeah, we're, we're going to – we're definitely going to have to give Avery a hard time. Oh, and listen, dude, I, I got ride five. So, and it is – Oh, cross yeah, I got – I got a I got a Series X for, for for Christmas now, so I've been I've been doing a uh, Ride Five quite a bit lately, actually. Good. They good. got so, uh, there's a couple of new tracks on there that uh that I would like to go to, so I'm kind of learning them here and there. Nice. Well, I'll I'll text you my gamer tag and and we'll, we'll get on there and, and get it done. Yeah, I I get my butt kicked, but it's cool, right? Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, Julian, listen, thank you so much, and thank you guys so much, and uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining Pin to Gas, and we will see you next time. I appreciate you guys. See you guys.